recorded live at 4ZZZ Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM and broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. This is Zed Games. I'm your host, Paul, and joining me tonight, uh, Zara. Hello. And my new friendly friend, Tom. Hello. Hello, new friendly friend, Tom, from Netherworld. Yeah, that's where I'm from. Yes. I, I live there. I love referring to Netherworld as if it's a different country. <laughs> welcome. Yeah. Welcome to 4 Triple Z. How what, are you um, doing tonight? It's a state of being. It What's is. the accent of Netherworld? Watch yourself. Hello. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, nice to see you all. <laughs> it's just my voice, honestly. I'll do all the talking for them. Yeah, no, no one in this in this bar is allowed to talk at all, except for me. Yeah, it's a very busy, busy time tonight. We are going to be talking about a few things. Tom is in here to talk about the upcoming Mario Kart Eight tournament at Netherworld. Hell yeah! And uh, then we'll have a review of Oxenfree Two. Yes, many thoughts there. Let's go. But before we get into all of that, we are going to uh, listen to some news of the week. This week, it's provided by Zara, who's sitting here, but has pre-recorded this. So please enjoy. This week in gaming news, who wants Activision's Transformers on Game Pass? Does anyone remember those Transformers games for the Xbox 360 developed by Activision? The ones you can no longer buy digitally? Well, Hasbro has expressed an interest in bringing it up for the Game Pass. The problem? Hasbro initially claimed that it was because apparently Activision's not sure what hard drives they're on in their building. When a company eats a company that eats a company, things get lost. They did also follow up with an apology for saying that Activision lost its Transformers games, stating that the comments were made in error. Hasbro do really want Transformers in the Game Pass, however. Hope is that now that the deal is moving forward with Microsoft and Xbox, they'll go through all the archives and every hard drive to find it all because it's an easy Game Pass ad. So, who knows? The Last of Us knockoff is dead. A budget Switch game called The Last Hope Dead Zone Survival bore a striking resemblance to Naughty Dog's The Last of Us, down to the gruff dad character with an Ellie-like companion. And as you can imagine, it did not last long, with the game being pulled from the Nintendo eShop and the game's trailers disappearing from YouTube. The game's trailers were less than awe-inspiring, and for those who decided to give The Last Hope a try, found their hopes dashed when the entire game is around 20 minutes long and horribly buggy. While the trailers being pulled can be clearly attributed to Sony submitting copyright claims, The Last Hope's disappearance from the eShop might be due to caution from the developers, Sony themselves, or Nintendo covering their 6 o'clock. Mutant Turtles Invade Minecraft No no no, don't worry, the sea turtles in Minecraft are fine. But our favourite... ...will be crossing over with Minecraft, which includes a special DLC texture pack featuring Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael and Michelangelo, special maps for exploring the turtles' favourite haunts, and you'll even be able to battle enemies such as Shredder and Krang. This is of course on top of the pizza-scented Xbox controllers we mentioned the other week all leading to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film coming out in a few weeks. Hype! 
Zoom, zoom, guardians! If you're participating this year's solstice in Destiny 2, you'll be thrilled to learn that you can now use sparrows in the European aerial zone. So you can get to the bad guys really, really quickly and then beat them up quicker than it took me to finish this story. Happy solstice! Yay! And now for some upcoming games. August 3rd brings a door for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, Flutter Away for the PC, and Tiny Thor for the Switch, August 4th brings Death Becomes You for the PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. August 8th brings Gord for the PC, PS5 and Xbox Series X. Tower of Fantasy for the PS5 and PS4. WrestleQuest for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. August 9th we'll see Legend Ball for the PS5, Xbox X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. August 10th brings Atlas Fallen for the PC. PS5 and Xbox Series X, Stray for the Xbox Series X and Xbox One, Hello. Stray Gods, the role-playing musical for the PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One and Switch. That's it this week in gaming news. Thank you for that, Zara. You're um, welcome. I had a go at Zara for not including the Mike Patton version of the Ninja Turtles theme in there, but... Uh, no, that wasn't me. Someone else edited it, so mm. I'm going to... Gonna have a go at them. We were there probably listening, or they'll listen later. Toby, how dare you? An opportunity for Mike Patton on the show. You should always take it. Always. Yeah. Um, so has anyone ever had like a, a a guilty pleasure with like budget games? Like the ones that like two dollars and they are I, I, I mean not not to spook myself, I literally do shows on this concept. That is very true. <laughs> that is very true, yes, yes. If you're coming down to PAX Australia this year, it's not confirmed yet that we're there, but we'll probably be there. Hope. <laughs> trash well, game. Nice. That is trash enthusiast society is what we call it. It was just, um, when I was looking up the situation with The Last Hope, Dead Zone Survival, um, the Ellie-like companion, literally, that's Ellie, down mm. to, like, a red shirt. Yeah, <laughs> but not down to, like... The details enough to no. see if it really looks like a person. Um, yeah. Unless they've managed to fit in quite a lot of uh, story and drama and... Uh, Look, I, 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 I know so Sony's filed a suit against them now. I mean, there's some actual copyright infringement. I hope that's not true because I love... They're basically the asylum of video games. When you get the people making the just off where... We're going we're gonna to get the new Transmorphers movie. <laughs> things like that. Uh, if they're made with at least a little bit of, like, someone on the team had some idea, some passion of some sort, it just wasn't cynicism, which it is 99% of the mm. time, mm. that's where you get some real gold. There's usually at least one really cool thing, or, like, one thing where you're like, oh, that was so close. Yeah, yeah. We, just like, oh, ooh, 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 potential. It's <laughs> like, this game is god-awful, but the UI is amazing. Some yeah. guy's doing some... Excellent work here. I don't remember what it was, but like it was maybe 10, 12 years ago. Uh, I was in high school and there was this game that was going around my um, my IT class. And it was, I don't remember the story. I don't remember the characters, but the music was just like, it was weirdly good. It was really good. <laughs> this is like retelling a dream. So I can't really but it was great. There was a boat. And, oh, it was amazing. And it was playable. <laughs> it was playable. Um, other little thing that um, I liked this week, there's... Um, so Remnant 2 has been doing absolutely crazy numbers. It's blown past the first game by far. It's extremely popular on Steam. Um, but 
they found the community found a new character type in it by data data mining, but it was designed to be data mined. Ooh. So they the, the list of things you have to do to acquire this character in game is insane. So it would never be accidentally found. So they put it in the code so people could look it up, find out this ridiculous list of things you have to do. And now there's another character in the game. Well, that, um, that's fun. That's well, fun. When you know that your fan base is the type to actually do all that sort of thing, to really dig in deep, like I think it's a, a really good sign that they give them something to find. Like, ah, Yeah, well, I, their, their attitude was you can't <coughs> stop them, so play with it. This it's is, yeah. like, look, fan bases can be kind of like uh, really, really hyper-fixated uh, children who are have drunk way too much red cordial um, and I think it's really fun when devs sort of allow room for that insanity to just sort of bloom and flourish. It's really nice. Oh, you've got to embrace it for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you just um, not you go insane yourself. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you've got to give um, material for the YouTubers. Yes. Um, I need yes. more fireside chats. That's why I always need a new Souls. <laughs> you got to yeah. give YouTubers a reason to put together a three hour long video essay oh yeah yeah that's or what it's all that's what it all comes down to a fun face to make for the thumbnail when yes. they're fully surprised and yes. oh my gosh you know the face yes i know exactly the face i can almost i want to sort of recreate it but also uh this is radio so uh listeners just insert the face but you know the one exceptions every time <laughs> dislike block user no i'm not engaging with you mr <laughs> Face person in the corner <laughs> being obnoxious. I, I like my obnoxiousness in audio, thank you. This is Zed Games. I'm Paul. Join me, Azar and Tom from Netherworld, which is his full name. Yeah. Uh, yep. It was quite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was very strange. That's part of the contract. Oh, when you sign yeah, Sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now, you are here to talk to us a little bit about Mario Kart, in particular, a competition that's happening at Netherworld this weekend. Yes, uh, we are working with you all at Zed Games to put together a Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tournament uh, on this Sunday. Um, so it'll be a good time. I think we've sold out the event. So we have a full 48 competitors signed up, ready to race. But don't worry. Spectators are more than welcome to attend, check out things, and to put pressure on the players so then they make mistakes. Yeah. And we fully support backseat yes. drivers. And also, technically, I mean, it's on the Switch. If you're not in the competition, you can still play Mario Kart there if you really wish. <laughs> I guess you can. can people just bring their Switch and just, like, start playing Mario Kart yeah, in the corner? That's the only thing we allow BYO for. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> but it'll be world. a good time. Uh, we're running with the classic five-strike format where... Uh, when as you race, uh, you'll be in a group of four, four-player split screen, and first place gains no strikes, second and third gains one strike each, and fourth place gets two strikes. Once you get five strikes, you're, you're out. out of here. But that means that everyone will be guaranteed to be able to play at least three games. Yeah, at least three full cups. Yeah. Uh, and that's how we like it. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets a turn. Everyone gets a turn. Uh, you're going to beat someone. You're <laughs> presumably, hopefully, you're going to beat someone. You're going to find the- uh, someone weaker than you and beat them. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Zed Games promise. You are going to find someone who is the scissors to your rock. Unless that person ends up being um, a child. 
In which case... Oh, children are so easy to beat up. Haven't you tried? To, but, except, to, but, except for one to child. A, except for one <laughs> child. And this child is the chosen one. This child will make a... I don't know. I don't... They're, they're a teenager. They're, they're free game. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, they might just beat you up too. Uh, in game, in game, in Mario Kart. They're not going to physically beat you up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Mario Kart will be at Netherworld this Sunday. So, that is the 6th of August. Um, and it will be held from midday to late afternoon. So, um, feel free to come on down, enjoy the atmosphere, uh, check out the players, grab a drink, grab a drink, grab some, some food. food. Food's great. Um, yeah, it's all right. What? I only make it. Oh, oh, well, some of it. I I used to trust it, but you know. (laughs) Now that you've met, now that you've met the chef. Now that I've met him, I can't resist it. Now that you know (laughs) how the nuggets are shaped. Exactly. Do you do it by hand? Are you like just sort of. um, Yeah, but I wear gloves. Okay, good, 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 good. Okay. Yeah. So now for general Mario Kart chat. Now, I said I was going to throw you a softball question, but I'm not. Okay. I'm going to throw you the hardest possible Mario Kart question. Paul! Um, Hit me. How how do they make Mario Kart nine? How do they? Yeah, considering oh. eight has everything in it, it's like the Smash Brothers problem. Um, here's the thing: I would argue that they have already made nine in the form of Mario Kart Tour on the mobile. Oh, oh, you got me with a technicality. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's the then there's the AR thing as well. Oh, the the remote control yeah. car thing. Oh, I forgot and about that. There's so, also the ride at Universal yeah, Studios. So we're really up to eleven. Well. Well done, Nintendo. Jeez. Well, then us af- again. <laughs> after 11, then they can just do the Mortal Kombat thing and do MK1 again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, why not? Just go back yeah. to the start. Um, Mario, Fire God Mario resets the universe, and yeah. now it's Mario Kart. Well, now it's again. Luigi Kart, oh. and um, yeah, I mean, everything's changed. Yeah. Everything's upside down. Everything's Everything old is new again. Ah, but not our prices. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so, Netherworld. This Sunday, starting from midday and to going to it being finished later that afternoon. When it's done, it'll yes. be done when it's done. Um, and if it's never done, so be it. Someone's <laughs> gonna get a strike. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it's never done, you can have a full refund, uh, <laughs> unless all the players sort of come together to just sort of um, drive around in little circles for the entire. Still has a time limit. Oh, <laughs> Please right, don't yeah. do that. I have plans for the evening. <laughs> No, nope, it's all Mario Kart now. Oh, yeah. Um, do you two? Yeah. Have uh, uh, this isn't this isn't a hardball question. This is quite a softball question. What's your Mario Kart means? A t-ball question. I disagree. I have two that I go for. Uh-huh. It just depends on who gets there first. All so right. So my one, my ride and die, ride and or die, is Daisy forever. Mm-hmm. Always Daisy. So happy that she's going to be playable in Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Um. But if she's taken, I'm a shy guy. You Tight. know what? Excellent choices. Excellent choices. Mario Kart 8, who has got to be Villager, because he just has the eyes of a psychopath. <laughs> um, and DS, I'm a Dry Bones man. Ooh, 100%. Got, got to respect a Dry Bones. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean... And, and Yuzar? Um, first, Bowser. It's always, mm-hmm. it's always been Bowser. Yeah, go, go rock the heavy. Pretty much like, just kind of like, oh yeah, I'll be a big turtle. Um, if Bowser is taken, which is so hard to do, um, I guess, ah, Luigi. 
Yeah. I thought you said Bluigi. Like yeah, a, Bluigi. Like there's been a Bluey crossover that I've missed. Yeah, well, you did um, actually. This we happened. Could, we could get into Paul, that. Paul, did you not tune in to the most recent episode of Bluey last week? <laughs> you think I ever miss yeah. an episode yeah. of Bluey? <laughs> Silly question. Uh, although, <laughs> just, okay, so uh, I keep meaning to throw to music now, but uh, so um, an old guy I went to film school with, he he runs the Bluey studio and he's at the Logies earlier this week when they're like announcing them and when it cuts to him, he's because he's just, he just has to like muck everything up. He's just with a glass like taking a drink but shaking wildly because he's got to do some physical comedy on the screen. Yeah. So um, yeah, good work, mate. Okay. <laughs> now... This is Ed Games. I'm your host, Paul. Joining me tonight are Tom from Netherworld and Zara. Woo! You and switched us around that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't mix it up. Yeah, you know, take you by surprise. Um, speaking about taking you by surprise, here's the intro to doing a review with me. Whoop, whoop. We're gonna talk about it's spooky, it's fun, or maybe it isn't. I guess I'll tell you soon. Oh yeah! Hey. <laughs> Let's go. Something like that. Okay, we are talking about Oxenfree 2, Lost Signals. Signals there. I had some weird mumble in the middle of that word. Um, so, this is by Night School Studios, who made Oxenfree many years ago. If you're not aware of Oxenfree, it's sort of sort of a pre-Stranger Things-ish, even though it's not 80s, but it has that vibe. It's a bunch of school students, well, well yeah, I guess they're students, but teenagers, they've gone out to an island, they're having fun on the beach, and then something goes weird, a bunch of radio waves come through, there's static and ghosts and time manipulation, Normal and... Normal teenager stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but its big claim to fame was the fact that it really focused on naturalistic dialogue between the characters in the game. So people would talk, but you could interrupt people, they could be distracted halfway through a sentence, you could not respond to them if you want. This would then, you know, uh, become popular in like games like Firewatch and everything as mm, well. Mm. But it was really ahead of its time in that sort of interaction. It was really good, um, and it was, to sort of spoil a little bit of it, but no, um, if you got to the end of Oxenfree... And as in you saw credits, you did not get to the end of Oxenfree. It was sort of a, a meta game that had a whole bunch of twists to it. Um, so like your uh, near automata or anything, you really had to play through multiple times to, to fully explore that narrative. Now, they went off and made a few other games. None of them really hit, but now they're back with Oxenfree. Now, this game's pretty good. It's really mm. good on the whole. So uh, you're playing a completely new character in this game. You're playing Riley. Uh, and she's a bit older than the teenagers. She's uh, sort of like, you know, uh, later early adulthood, so late 20s-ish, 30-ish sort of thing. Uh, and you've come back to your hometown, and this town is next to the island where the original story happened. Uh, and you've gone to do a job on the island, and you meet up with a guy, Jacob, and then you, things start going awry, radio waves again, things going on. Now, it's... Difficult to talk about with one, these are games with obviously it's a spooky story. I really enjoyed this game. I thought it was very well put together, but every single thing about it is less than the original. Uh, potentially, with except for uh, graphical quality has increased slightly, especially since eventually you do see some of the original locations and like, hey, that's a little jankier than it is now, but oh. still pretty good. <laughs> what? So uh, the big problems with it are that uh, the first game had you a bunch of people that knew each other uh, and you were exploring those relationships and you were able to change them and make decisions and really get in there with people that obviously knew each other. This game's about two people that don't know each other. 
you can just blank the other person the whole time. It would be a very boring choice. But mm. you can. Uh, and the game had a whole bunch. Of, the original game had a whole bunch of weird meta twists, which again I'm not going to go into. And I was thinking, now what will the sequel be able to do? Racking my brain for like ideas and concepts they could try uh, that haven't been done before. And the answer is they don't try. They really just go ahead and tell a straightforward story. Which is good, it's not being distracted by gimmicks, but it does mean that you sort of just play through the story and you've seen it. Uh, and there's little depth to it at the end of the day. It ties up the original game very well, so my general recommendation is actually, this is a very good game. It's very well made, it looks good, the sign- soundtrack uh, by, uh, by Scientific, without any vowels in it, is <laughs> 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 still really good, but it's not as iconic as the original because it's just derivative of the original. Um, because when I first finished the game, I came off really high. I was like, this is exactly what I wanted. It wrapped up the story. It was good. And then when I started remembering what actually made Oxenfree unique, it doesn't have it. It doesn't have complex relationships between multiple people. At the end, there's a big choice. And like 99% of players make the same choice because it's the only one that makes any sense. The other ones are just sort of shoe-horned in to have some choice. So, okay. It's it, like, what's the point? Yeah, but it gives it gives a good resolution to the original story. It's almost like a long epilogue to the original game. Mm. Where, oh, yeah. yeah That's where, a nice way to think about it. Yeah, yeah. And I... Because I know I'm sounding very negative about it. Um, and I'm trying to avoid it, but... But as a companion piece, as a that, if someone said, should I start with this? The answer is no, play the first game. The first game still plays fine. In fact, they updated it before this one to put some secret content for the new game coming out in it. Oh, wow. Um, That's fun. But you can just play them back to back as one story and you'll get a much better experience than playing just the sequel. Uh, It's kind of weird. There's a lot of speculation about what happened because the game was supposed to come out two years ago, but it was, the studio was purchased by Netflix. So this game's also available on Netflix. Um, and you can only speculate about what that changed in the development because there's a whole bunch of things that might be loose ends, but they also could just be arguably why it was designed that there's way. A, there's a lot know. of things and that would have happened behind the scenes. Yeah, they're that- never going to throw a producer under the bus or anything. Um, but yeah, it's just a good solid game, but without the specialness that made the first game special. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't... Uh, I wouldn't run out to play that if you haven't played the original and you have a fondness for it, but I would still run out and play the original. Uh, it's a fantastic game. It, it's beautiful. It's got a great soundtrack. The whole dialogue system works well. The story has intrigue. It's a bit scary, but not crazy so, as I say, about the Stranger Things level. Oh, right, scare. right, right. Um, the second one, much less. Uh, in fact, everyone's kind of unsurprised by the spookiness in the second one. <laughs> Maybe which, they're used to it. Yeah. But no, they're not. <laughs> That's the players are. But you're, yeah, you're oh, used to right, it. Yeah. used to it. But the character's just like, ah, oh, a weird time ghost. Well, I guess this will solve the problem. Well, Paul, <laughs> if a weird time ghost just appeared in that chair right now, what would you do? Um, well, I have... It's not that long since I've defecated, so I guess that's not an option. Um, well, like, I think we would pull up a microphone and invite the ta- weird time ghost into mm. the show. You're, you're much braver than I am. Oh, that's much better than I would do. I would just pretend it doesn't exist. Oh, that's my God. Just blanket. You, you too. Oh, look, it, it needs to start the conversation with me. I'm not going to start it. Imagine being ghosted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 
the end of the review. The game is available on PC, Switch, iOS, Android, and PlayStation 4. And Netflix? Yeah, well, yes, but it's, it's on Netflix on those platforms. Oh, right. So, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's also just purchasable. I played it on Steam. Oh, cool. Thanks. On the Steam Deck, because I'm a sucker. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah, so it's either included in your subscription or like 30 bucks Australian. Mm. Uh, probably better on the subscription, honestly. There yeah. you go. Look. Now, mm. this is Zed Games. I'm Paul, and joining me is Zara Tom from Netherworld. Combine yeah, yourselves. Yep, uh, we just absorb people now. We are now an amalgamation, um, yeah. and I, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Yes. Netherworld pretty brought freeing. to you by David Cronenberg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's our version of being Ratatouille. Instead, and Wait, who's so, driving who? Uh, <laughs> uh, the collective consciousness is driving us all. No, the listeners are driving us. There we go. The That's listeners right. and the patrons. That's all right. Like like John Malkovich, you are all inside us now. Mm-hmm. Um, Lovely. Yeah. yeah we, what, we, what have you two been playing recently? Have you been playing any games, perhaps? I, I've been playing so much. I've been playing uh, Pikmin 4. Hell yeah. Which I probably nice. won't get around to do is... Uh, it's a uh, it's it's been quite the vibe. It is. Well, I think all the Pikmin's kind of start like this. Terrible at the beginning because it is an hour plus of going mm. through boring tutorials that aren't interesting. Yeah. Once you passed it, the easiest, most successful, most thought about game in it. Uh, the last one still had like had the whole captain switching thing, so yeah. that's it's different in this. Uh, but as far as pure Pikmin goes, it is just joyful, and there's so much to do. Yeah. What's your favorite Pikmin though? Uh, yeah. I mean, could you really have a favorite? Yeah. Do you absolutely. have a favorite? There was a there was a big poll. In oh yeah. Japan about uh, where children were polled on what their favorite Pikmin was. Yeah. And well, I want to know what your favorite is. First. I mean, I, I want to know what I these do, children. I do just like ice Pikmin, but you dislike? No, I do like oh, ice yeah, Pikmin. They're very yeah. cool. They're they're all pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, they in Japan. They love the brand new Glow Pikmin. Oh, yeah. That's fair. Because it's the new one. It's super Mm -hmm. cool. And they are very adorable. And they glow. Yeah. And then, obviously, red is the one afterwards. (laughs) Well, red is a wonderful color. I mean, red is such a cool color. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of that. (laughs) Um, What have you been playing recently, Tom? Um, I have been really bad at clearing out my back catalogue. And instead, I have been playing Fire Emblem on the Nintendo Switch Online. That is Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advance. A hot new title. I uh, played it a whole bunch when I was about 10 or 11, and I didn't know what I was doing, and now I do, and I'm enjoying the game a lot more. You know, um, I tend to have the opposite problem with games that I played as a kid. Um, As a chicken, were you going to say? I was trying to combine (laughs) child and kid at the same word. I was like, yes, a chid. (laughs) A chid. Um, We've all been chids. (laughs) Um, When I was a wee little chid. Better better than children, I guess. Better than children? Children's medal. I mean, (laughs) what I mean to say is that um, games that I played as a child, um, I had an easier time with the game as a child than I did do as an adult. Mm. Uh, Like, Favorite example, Jack Two. <laughs> ah, d- blew through it as a kid. As an adult, I'm stuck. Because yeah. I'm an old man, I thought you meant Jazz Jackrabbit Two, and I was confused by the timeline. No here one's ever talking about Jazz Jackrabbit oh, Two. I'm talking oh, about it way more than you think. <laughs> there is still a community. I'm telling you. <laughs> they is, did HD update. And is the, the community just you or? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paul is the entirety of the community. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Thank you for joining us on this night's Z game. Thank you, Tom, and thank you, Zara. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for having and me. Thank you, listeners, for being here for us. Uh, right now, we are going to say goodbye. See you later, folks. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to Z Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify or follow us on social media at ZED Games AU. See, See you next time. time.